You know I I, I don't edit the intro. It's good. Because no one can hear it anyways because the theme music plays over it. Yep. Hi. Hello. Uh, Welcome to the media boat. I had to think about what podcast this was. I almost said my old podcast name again. We are not your old podcast. I said that so many times that it's just, it comes out of my mouth. The Media Boat Podcast. Welcome to the Media Boat Podcast. Just say this for the next 10 times, 10 to 20 times. We'll hit episode 30, hopefully. Media Boat. And we'll we'll get that into you. Media Boat. Same way, just Media Boat. Media Boat. Media Boat, Media Boat, Media Boat, Media Boat, Media Boat. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Toy Boat. That's the Toy Boat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Toy Boat is way harder. Toy Boat, Toy Boat, Toy Boat, Toy Boat, Toy Boat. (laughs) Okay, Toy Boat. I have to, like, (laughs) mouth my, like, I have to, like, like, center my mouth to do that. It's like toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Billy Blanks. Yep. So, uh, yeah, welcome to the Media Boat Podcast. This is April the 5th? 6th. 6th? 4th, 6th. Uh, this is April the 6th, 2016. Uh, what episode is this, you said? It's like 15? 15? 15? I want to say we're in 15. Let me see here. We are episode 14. 14. You're wrong, sir. I'm sorry. Next week's 15. Next week we go to high school. No, no. You go to high school at 14. Eh, depends on what time of year you were born. 14, 15, 16, 17. You graduate when you're 17. I graduated when I was 18, sir. Well, (laughs) fuck me then. (laughs) (laughs) See? That's what I mean. Sorry. Uh, Anyways. Here's an explicit warning. Very (laughs) And early and often. I think we did it last year, or last episode. Sounds I don't think right. we had an explicit word in last episode. Eh, I don't know. Anyways, they're all explicit. They're all explicit. Just assume that we are going to talk dirty. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm Matt. Hi, Matt. Yes, and who are you? I'm Mike. You're Mike. And this is probably the longest intro we've ever done. Let's go into movies! Well, Batman and Superman reign once again. Yeah, well, no surprise there. No surprise. But what was the drop? Because just like uh, just like dubstep, we care most about the drop. Uh, we <laughs> predicted it correctly, or actually, I predicted it correctly. Yeah, you were. I was on the money. You were right on the money. I I, I gave you the option of you want higher or lower, and you said, well, it doesn't matter what you said because I yeah, put it doesn't it matter. Right you on the money, it. just like Vegas odds, I <laughs> put it right on the money. <laughs> yeah, you did. Well, okay. The current total uh, is now sixty nine point one percent drop, but yeah, still but sixty eight. I mean, you were right under percent off. You were right, you were pretty much right. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, that gave it a total of fifty one million. Okay. For its uh, second week, which mm-hmm. is terrible. Yeah, but then again, it makes a lot of sense considering it's, all the things that had against it. Yeah. It's the time of year. It's uh, press competition with other alternative kind of programming. It's uh, like Zootopia, which still hangs on, still making billions and millions of dollars. Uh, and also, word of mouth yep. tanked. My parents saw it this weekend. How did they? What did they think about it? They thought it was bad. Yeah? Yeah. Wow, just straight up bad? I told them, I, I, I told them that I predicted you think it's bad. <laughs> it's, like, it's not their movie. Yeah, it's you not the type of movie. Because like it's not a, I, like I said last podcast, it's not a Marvel movie where you can just put it in, watch it, and 
good guys are good, bad guys are bad. There's a reason why this wasn't released in July, is yeah. what you're saying. Yep. Or May. This is not a this is not a Memorial Day. It was a smart movie. move to not put it against Captain America. Oh yeah, duh. Obviously that was Obviously. a massacre. Yes. Massacre. Yes, because I think uh, when they announced Captain America like two years ago, yeah, they put it right at the date that Superman, Batman, Superman had already <laughs> said they were going to do, <laughs> and then two weeks later they moved Batman. Batman Superman. flinched, yeah. yeah, because obviously you can't you can't fight Marvel with your own game. Yep. All right, cool. Uh, what else in box office news? Um, God's Not Dead Two actually did decent. <laughs> well, as decent as it could do. Yeah, as decent as a newcomer can at yeah. seven million. Sure. I mean... It's something. It's something for it. Something.jpg. Yeah. Zootopia still, still ran, ha- raking in. 20 million. Dude, I heard, I saw it hit uh, 800, mi- uh, 800 million worldwide. What did? Zootopia? Zootopia. Yeah. 800. That's nuts. Oh. But... It's getting up there, man. Well, see, what Zootopia has done in, what, four weeks now? Batman's already almost there. Well, yeah, but... It's at 701 million worldwide right now. Yeah, but... That's orange, apples and oranges. Yes. I'm talking about Zootopia is incredibly successful for an animated Disney movie. Oh, yeah. For it's doing Disney really movies. well. Yeah. It's outpacing um, Big Hero 6, I believe, I already. Think so, yes. So it's already doing better than the last thing they did. Yeah, it's at 805 right now, a uh, million worldwide. Yeah, not bad at all. Uh, what else do we got? What else for uh, box office? Uh, what's next week? Okay, well, uh, Batman has a total worldwide of uh, six, well, 700, I just said it. Currently past Man of Steel, currently on yeah. its way up the charts. Okay. Uh, prediction is that it will not hit $1 billion. No, I don't Or think, if it does, it's going to limp over at $1 billion and $5 million. <laughs> Sure. Or $1 billion, $15 million, something like that. It just limp over to the billion mark. Uh, next week is Melissa McCarthy in The Boss. The Boss. That'll do well. And also Hardcore Henry. Uh, that will not do well. Yep. So our <laughs> our winners and losers of the week. Winners will be <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. It just has it. to get over $30 million. Sounds like a thing. I'm sure it can do that. I'm sure it can. It'll do pretty well. I'm sure just Melissa McCarthy alone can S- limp over $30 million. So we're saying number one. The boss. The boss. Next week. I, I Finally don't like taking any- over. I don't like any of the ads. You know, I just no. don't like Melissa McCarthy no, straight I, up. No, we don't care about it, and we will not see it, but we think that it'll do well. Yes. It'll be successful because Melissa McCarthy. Yep. The I, ads are even, like, now, the, like, this week's ads have started basically saying, like, mentioning Melissa McCarthy's success in the ad as a selling point for the movie. Oh, yeah, I Being like, too. the the biggest R-rated comedy star or something yep. like that. I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah, they list her as... Huh? They list her in The Heat, <laughs> Spy... Uh, Spy, and... and uh, uh, Bridesmaids. Bride- still? Oh, I'm sure that counts. I'm sure... Okay, I'm sure that counts, yeah. That has to, right? Well, it wasn't last Bridesmaids year, Bridesmaids did really well. Yeah, I know it did really well, but she was not the focal point. No, but she was in it. Yeah, she was in it, but... <laughs> was, uh, she's not the focal point. Yeah, still... But anyways, we're wasting your time. What else do yeah. we got? Anyways, okay. Um, well, let's go back to uh, Batman Superman and talk about Warner's for a bit. If we have to. All right, well, Warner Brothers is seeing how terrible, money-making-wise, Batman Superman has been. 
Really? I mean, you don't have to be a fortune teller to see <laughs> that coming. <laughs> yeah. But what you don't see coming from Warner Brothers is because of this, um, they're going to start ditching their movies, their structure. Okay. But what I mean by that is they're going to start, according to their uh, head honcho over there, uh, uh, Fuku, not Fukushima. Uh, Just making up Japanese names. Well, because there's someone, they've, they've brought in someone <laughs> new to run this the studio over there. Well, I don't know. Yes. Uh, Sujihara. Sure. Yeah, they brought Sujihara the over there, and right. um, he's well, he started the DC and the DCU. Okay. And uh, he's also going to, um, according to his latest uh, outburst, or rather interview, <laughs> regarding the details of Batman and Superman, uh-huh. uh, he said that they're going to focus on three silos, primarily at Warner Brothers. Like actual physical silos? They're making corn? As in, actual, as in uh, franchises. I know. I know what you mean. Okay, yes. so... So, three. Just the three. Uh, let's see, off the top of my head. Uh, uh, DC is one. Okay. DC is one. Two and three. <sighs> hmm. Talking about Warner, huh? Yep, Warner Brothers. God, what else do they possibly have? They're done with Harry Potter. Wrong. That what? was actually the second one. But they're done. No. There's no movies. Yes, there is. Oh, I forgot about Incredible Creatures or whatever, Dangerous Creatures, whatever that movie's called. <laughs> yes. Something You're creatures. forgetting about um, uh, Incredible Beasts and Where to Find Them. Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah, yes. that's what it is. Uh, they're turning that into a trilogy creature. starring Eddie Redmayne. Oh, uh, no. And then <laughs> Why? they're planning on adapting the screenplay Harry Potter and the Cursed Child okay, I guess. into another uh, movie. All right. Well, the which, third... well, which that won't be until 2020. They start production. Uh huh. According as, to their timeline. As for the third one, I have no clue. Well, you know that Warner's everything is awesome. Oh, Lego. Yes, they're turning Lego into a tentpole franchise. That's potentially really cool, because out of the three, that's the movie I enjoy the most. Was the Lego movie. I know. <laughs> I think that's the one that's going to hit the wide audience, too. And I think, uh, yeah, that hits. Because they have Lego Batman coming up next year. Then they have Lego Movie 2. And then there's all the Lego franchises they can yeah. pull. And those are all really smart, all three of them, because they're all three, uh, all three, fran- I don't want to use the word franchises, but I can't think of another word. No, uh, there's. Uh, I can't well, think of another word to use. But silos. They're calling them silos. Stop calling them silos. <laughs> no, that's not a thing. <laughs> uh, no, there are three things that all appeal to multiple demographics. Right. And that's smart. Yeah, I mean, you have your comic books and older audience in the yeah. DC. You have the teens in Harry Potter, and you have the kids and families. Kids hit all, all three, though, when you think about it. Yes, they do. But... When you have an R-rated an Batman Superman coming on the summer, I don't think you're going to take your kid to it. I don't think anybody's going to go to that thing, first of all. I think there will be. I think it's going to be a, a two-weekend event, and that'll be it. So did you have uh, – so are we talking about this now? Because I don't know what else you have on this, but I kind of wanted maybe to talk about real briefly the what I call the Deadpool effect, which is happening right now. Oh, uh, 
which is part, this was part one of that, and part two was did you see? I don't know if you have this. I haven't looked at your news, but did you uh, the uh, Suicide Squad is doing reshoots of certain scenes? Yeah, uh, yes. To I make put, it more, make it lighter. Yes, to make it more funny. Yeah, add a more comedic effect. I didn't put yeah. it in there because it's a reshoot, and I don't count that as. I wanted finished. to mention it because I think it's a it's a broader thing. I think that the success of Deadpool is now eating into other comic book franchises. Now oh, yes. we're going to see this change some things. I think these are the first two things. R-rated comedy. Yeah, like well, not just well, it's kind of a combination of things. It's one, R ratings aren't box office poison anymore. Right. And two. You can put comedy in your comic book movie. I think those are the two lessons we've learned. I thought Guardians of the Galaxy did it well. I think, though, that Deadpool is more of a comedy than Guardians is. Yes. And I think that's what's being proved here. Well, also, uh, Deadpool is not in the Marvel MCU. Right. It's not constrained by these certain elements that they're trying to build in the um, in MCU. Right. Right, but anyways, yeah, I just wanted to kind of briefly bring that up. I think it's an interesting phenomenon. I was actually talking to Alex about it. Hmm. And I was telling her, I was like, yes, your movie is doing all these things. And she's like, that sucks. I'm <laughs> like, hey, you were the one who saw it six times. <laughs> and then she said, that was awesome. She was like, yeah, because it's awesome. And I'm like, well, yeah, but this is what they're this doing to Suicide effect. Squad. And she was like, no, why are they doing that? I'm like, because of this. You can't like both. I mean, I guess she can. You can't She's allowed. like both. She's allowed to like both. It's just, it's, yeah, it's not how things work. Yes. You can't have one <laughs> and not affect the other. Yeah, Especially when one makes, seven, makes $700 world, million. Dollars. The world of entertainment we live in right now is everybody quickly changes the thing that, they're, that they have in development. They pivot. Yeah, by what is the new hotness. And that is yeah, good in a way, but it's very dangerous in another way. Now that I'm working in product development, let me tell you, it is very, very easy for something called feature creep to happen, which is when you're almost ready to release your thing, but you keep from releasing the thing because you keep having these great ideas that come to you out of nowhere that you need to implement right now. Didn't this happen to the PlayStation or the Xbox? Oh, I'm sure. It happens all the time to electronics, to video games, to movies. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of uh, Uncharted right now. They keep pushing that back. And it's probably a lot to do with probably this feature creep. Things keep happening, and it's the and it's and it's just part and parcel of how the how fast technology and entertainment and media moves. Yep. Is that things are always going to be new? There's always going to be something new and cool. And so in this case, these movies are being affected that affecting that by that. Kanye West Life of Pablo is being affected <laughs> by that. The that, Muppets on television is being was, affected by all yes. this. It's it's a very it's kind of like I was talking about the office a few weeks ago. It's just this is the new this is the new thing. Everything Where you can nothing is done on a dime. Nothing is ever done now. Everything is a, a living, breathing document. It's, but it's, it's Facebook. It, but it could be very dangerous because it's when things don't have a main goal in mind, they end up kind of being a mess. Kind of being a mess. Did you see Batman <laughs> Superman? Well, that's not yeah, exactly a good example of this. But, I know. But I know. the example will be is if when Suicide does Suicide Squad comes out. Is how much what of is these that? reshoots will be implemented. What is and... that movie anymore? Yeah. No one knows. I I don't know what that movie is. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see when the second trailer hits. When's that? I'm going to... Uh... Is this? Oh, I thought this was a segue into your news. 
No. <laughs> but, okay, well, well, it is what it is. Uh, that trailer, I assume it's going to hit Tarzan. I assume that's the next Warner Brother movie uh, coming out in the summer. Sure. I mean, I, hopefully there's a trailer before that, but that's the next Warner Brother movie, which I think they'll promote. Do you think that's going to be confusing for a generation of people who grew up with Tarzan as a Disney property? Yes. I mean, obviously, I, before before you start yelling at your podcast, yes, I am very well aware that Tarzan is in the public domain, as yes. is all the rest of Edgar Rice Burroughs' material. I know how that works. I am just saying, from an audience perspective, there's an entire generation that grew up with the Disney Tarzan. Does that going to confuse people? Yes. <laughs> Wonder what else is confusing? What else is confusing? Not only is Jungle Book coming out next year, yeah, but Warner Brothers is also making their own Jungle Book movie. That's really confusing. Coming out next year. That is really confusing. So we have Jungle Book coming out next Ugh. week, or two weeks, yeah, and then Jungle Book coming out Ugh. in a year Why? or two. Why? Why? Oh, no, sorry. Two years. It's been pushed back. It got swapped with uh, the Wonder Woman release date. Ew. So Wonder Woman got pushed up to next year. Well, that's good. That's good. That'll that's good, good news. That's good news, because, yeah, I want to see what that becomes. Because yeah. I think uh, the high praise of Gal Gadot pushed that up. Yeah. That's yeah, good. I mean, sure. But uh, something that we all are still waiting for. What are we waiting for? Um, the next Marvel movie. Well, maybe you are. Well, okay, well, no, I'm not talking about uh, Civil War. Oh. I'm talking about the movie after Civil War. What is the movie after Civil War? I've forgotten their giant infographic. <laughs> after Civil War uh-huh. is... Supreme Sorcerer Stephen Strange. You mean, wasn't this just called Doctor Strange at some point? Yes, it's called Doctor Strange. Okay, I'm so confused. <laughs> uh, so Doctor Strange. Yes, Doctor Strange. Uh, this week it finished filming. It finished principal photography. So make your uh, make your <laughs> uh, cover batch jokes now. Yep. Because next week on the twelfth, Penguin week. Dick Cumbersnatch. Yep. <laughs> on the 12th, Jimmy Kimmel will have Benedict Cumberbatch on his show, not only from talking about shooting uh, Sherlock Season 4 going on right now, but also he is supposed to drop the first look at Doctor Strange. First okay. trailer. Cool. First teaser trailer. All right. Sure. And then it will be a teaser trailer, and then the actual trailer will premiere before Civil War, Civil War which will sense. be out in May. Cool. Which is in... Four weeks now. Disney's really good at that, releasing the trailer for the next thing in front of their thing. Yeah. Like, Pixar's always done that. It's, like, always really brilliant. I love it. I love that stuff. Wait, did Pixar do that? Pixar has done that since I remember. They always do the advertisement for the yeah, next Pixar yeah, movie right. before the Pixar movie. Yeah. It's And it's it works. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, what do I... This is the next thing I have to get excited about. And yeah. I think that that's the, a good way to do any franchise movie, I think. Especially ones with annual releases. Yep, so we get uh, Stephen Strange coming in next week. Stephen Strange. All right. That really is Doc- Stephen. Yeah, his name is Stephen Strange. Stephen Strange? Yes. Right. I, oh, know, I was talking about I know. Like, you know how much I knew about Deadpool? I know even less about Doctor Strange. I don't know what his powers are. I don't know what he does. I don't know his background. I don't know anything about the Doctor Strange universe, and do not tell me. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm betting a lot... <laughs> The majority of people out there do not know who Doctor yeah. Strange is. I know about much as uh, about Doctor Strange that I know about that I knew about Guardians of the Galaxy before that came out. Yes. So zero things. We're probably yeah, but you I know saw it's how, a how well. Book. Yeah, but you saw how well Guardians of the Galaxy right. did. So who knows? Based off just the Marvel. Brand. And yes, I've learned my lesson now about superhero debut movies. 
So don't I will, bet against I them. I will not bet against them. Yep. All right. What else do we got? Uh, that's actually all I have for team for movies. Wow. Fastest movie segment ever. Let's go into television. Uh, technically, it's not the fastest movie segment ever. Uh-oh, why? Uh, well, actually, it kind of is. That's only like yeah, it is. 15 minutes. Yeah, see? Um, well, because there was an article that was going to put in here about the whole Disney shakeup. Oh, right, yeah. But I just put that online on our Facebook page, which you can go visit. Yeah. Oh, real quick, we should probably mention we saw Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. We're not going to talk about it because it's kind of old news by now, but we saw it. We saw it. It's not that great. Save your money. Save your money. Maybe yeah. uh, print it on uh, Redbox HBO. or something. See it when it hits HBO. Yeah, just don't spend a whole lot of money for it. We spent altogether too much money on that ticket. Yep. Anyways. It was a movie not worth... It's a story worth telling, just not the way they told it. Tina Fey sleeps through that thing. As does Martin Freeman. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Television. Uh, television. What was on TV this week? Oh, what was on TV this week? A lot. Well, well, if you were watching anything this past week, you should have been watching. You were the watching NCAA. the American Idol special last night. No, I have yet to watch that, but I'll get that it's later. It's long. It's two hours, right? Yeah, it, and it feels like it. They go through everything. Okay. Well, I'll get the American Idol later. Actually, have that right. down here later. Oh shoot, that's tonight. Yeah, two. We were to watch that after part one. Yeah, we part one. Right so yeah, in case you're listening to this, uh, still this week. Um, this is actually the final week. To, as we are speaking on Wednesday night, uh, is the first part of the series finale. Tomorrow, Thursday night, will be the series finale of American Idol. So if you are all at all curious how they end it, or do they, which I'll get to probably... It's in my notes. If you don't have this already, it's I'm going to add this. But yes, if it doesn't come back, this will be how yeah, it ends. You jumped so. like all my notes just for the American Idol plug. Okay, that's fine. Anyways. Okay. Anyways, we'll get back to American Idol. What were you going to say about watching things? Um, you things should have been watching. watching the NCAA tournament. I was not. I heard who won, though. And I heard how it happened. Yeah. That sounds nuts. Oh, it was nuts. I was at the Angel game. Right. Opening day. Uh-huh. Box seats. Right. That's a whole other story. What? Angel games are <laughs> back. Yeah. Baseball's back. Yeah. Snore. Yeah. 182 games. We'll get to that later. <laughs> 118 games. That just sounds painful. It is. I mean, the Angels play this month. They only have three days off. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, baseball! Yeah, yeah, imagine having only three days off of a month. But basketball, let's talk about basketball. Yes, basketball uh, for college has ended. Basketball Jones. Holy shit! This was a an ending to remember. Already being touted as one of the greatest games ever played. Wow. One of the greatest endings, possibly ever. Wow. Because with five seconds left on the clock, yep. UNC, University of North Carolina, uh-huh. with Michael Jordan in crowd. I heard, yes, he was watching. Hits one of the most incredible three-pointers, off-balance shots you will ever see. <laughs> right. And the crowd goes wild because he yeah. sinks it, ties the game. I believe one of the announcers said, impossible, when it happened. Yes. As soon as that went, that ball hit the net. Everyone in the in the crowd around me just screamed like <laughs> madmen. Like, oh my god, what the hell? This, this is impossible. I, I want to real briefly say that's a commentary on baseball. All the men were watching. That yes. Everyone at the baseball game cared more about the basketball game. Yes. Sorry. I actually want. <laughs> I was thinking about sending you a picture of just. Just a panorama of all the guys all in the room freaking watching out the game about basketball 
in Angels in, in Angel Stadium. Stadium. Yes, <laughs> it's pretty great. All right. So, but then what? But then because it's not over. One good shot deserves another. Right. With four seconds left, Villanova drives up court. The guy takes the ball all passes it takes the ball all the way up court. Does not shoot it. Passes it back to his teammate to take the final shot. Yeah. And it goes up, and it swishes. It swishes in, and everyone explodes. So, am I wrong? But does this just reinforce, yet again, the joke that you only need to watch the last five minutes of basketball? Yeah. Yeah. It just, basically, this is just... It's basically what I did. Just only watch the last five minutes of basketball. That's what I did. I I, I kept trying to pull me to watch the, the game. I was like... Yeah, but I have a live game right in front of yeah. me, dude. Because every base- ba- baseball, every basketball game I've ever seen is always really close. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a ba- ba- basketball blowout. I have. But then again, the ball just, like, imploded. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, did you puncture it? That's when I saw a basketball blowout. No, uh, yeah, so, basketball. Yes, uh, so, uh, sure. your 2016... NCAA champions, Villanova, yep. number two seed. Cool. Congratulations, guys. Hopefully you're listening to us. No, they're not. They play basketball. They don't care about the media. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. What do we got? Um, from one uh, sport to another, we're going to talk about baseball. It's back. Opening <laughs> if we day must. Happened. Opening day happened. Yeah, it did. Angels start sucking again. Yep. Looking right in uh, postseason form. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. I went to both games. <laughs> so, by the end of this week, I've okay. moved down to five baseball games. That's a lot of baseball games. I went on Sunday with my dad. That was opening day. Right. Wasn't. Right. Then I went to opening day. <laughs> right. Then I went last night yes. because we had got tickets. Uh-huh. And then I'm going Friday and Saturday. Okay. Well, there you go. You're going to be baseballed out. I'm going to be sports out because today's my only day without sports. Yeah. Balled out. And like, yeah, you're talking about them right yeah, now. Yeah, talking about them right now. Yeah, because tomorrow <laughs> we're doing the King's Ducks. We're watching King's Ducks oh, that's tomorrow. That's right. We're watching that here. Yep. Watching that here. Okay. But one thing we're going to have to watch, and you might be excited about this, maybe you heard about this, I don't know, is I? the NFL. What about it? The NFL. They've been trying to do uh, online streaming for a while now. Sure. Uh, they had Yahoo last season uh, broadcast a game between the Buffalo Bills and the Jaguars. Okay. It's a bunch of cars. Yes. <laughs> but uh, they've actually made a deal with none other than the Twitter. Okay. Yes. Twitter, starting next season, will stream games. What? Wait a minute. What? Yes. That doesn't... Huh? Twitter will stream (laughs) 10 Thursday night games. Is this Twitter's, like, attempt at trying to get people to press the moments button? Because I am not going to press the moments button. Yes. This is actually their way of getting people not only back to Twitter, but live tweet during stuff. I guess that's smart. Yeah. They're probably watching, you know... Because if you can watch it on your screen while mm. talking about it... Well, yeah. Yeah. They're probably sitting and watching uh, Periscope and taking notes. Yep. They're like, man, people really like engaging in content that's happening, huh? Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Man, imagine if they went to Periscope. What if they bought Periscope? They should, actually. Why don't they? Because that's... I feel like pretty they, well, obvious. I know that when you Periscope, you tweet right to your account that you're live. Hmm. So there's already a link there. Yeah. Maybe they did buy them. 
I, I, mean, I, don't, I think don't think so. I think so. I think we would have known. Yeah. But that's a good question. So if you work at Twitter and you're hearing us, maybe uh, send that up to Jack. <laughs> yeah, go, go look at Periscope. But um, <laughs> you should tweet at at Jack right now. You guys should buy Periscope. <laughs> <laughs> well, they already bought this deal. At Twitter. For $10 million. $10 million for 10 games. Dang. Not even primetime games. We're talking Thursday night games. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that that's right. I think primetime or Sunday games are worth more than a million dollars each. Yeah, well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the same thing that a CBS does. Right. Where they'll stream the 10 games and then Just stop. Just the 10 and bail. Yep. Bail uh, yeah, we don't time. get That's the one thing we don't get in our view package is an NFL network, so we're kind of screwed there. Um... There are no there is an NFL app. I know they do uh, season passes, but I also know I won't be here to watch them because I I do a Colts meetup. Oh, sure. So I won't be here anyways. You won't be. That's not every single Thursday game is the Colts. That's not oh, how that works. Yeah. No Thursday games we'll watch it, <laughs> and then we'll uh, find some way to stream there. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, but well, that's a September problem. Uh, yes, that's a September problem. That's a problem for September us, where we'll be in a completely different apartment anyways. So. Yes. Uh, but the other problem, no, not other problem. Sorry. I'm trying to say what is the next <laughs> topic here. Program. Next program. Program. Yes, program. Uh, sport we're going to talk about is golf. Oh, God. Why are we talking about sports? Well, this isn't necessarily sport per se. It's golf? Yes. <laughs> I think other people would argue. I, I'm talking about <laughs> the Adult Swim Golf Classic Open. What? I think I said that, right? Yes. The Adult Swim Golf Classic. What is this? This is featuring the top golfers, John Daly and Adam Scott. They're not golfers. Yes, they are. Well, okay. <laughs> They're comedians. Although suddenly I want to see Adam Scott golf. One, okay, yes. John Daly and Adam Scott are comedians. <laughs> However, yes. they also share the name of two golfers no. who happen to be really? named John Daly and Adam Scott. Wait, are they going to golf against each other? No. What? They are going to golf okay. against themselves okay. in a tournament okay. set in 1966. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? This is such a dumb idea. <laughs> yes. And you'll see them actually golf. <laughs> Their golfing is real. The comedy is scripted. It's 100% fun. That sounds like marketing speak. That is the, the exact right. marketing speak it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy. Well, there you go. The yeah. more you know. So uh, that's um, that's on the 8th uh, this weekend. Cool. Yep. So if you have Adult Swim and want to see John Daly and Adam Scott make a fool of themselves. <laughs> which I always do. Which uh, it's just, The premise just sounds hilarious. So. Pretty much. Yep. Uh Prepare to check that out. Prepare. Prepare. And uh, one minor note I have written down here. The MTV Movie Awards are also this weekend. Oh, God. Well, I usually pass on those. I, I wait for Best Kiss and Best Fight. I, I, they're just dumb. Oh, they are And dumb. they don't mean anything. At least the VMAs have some sort of relevance still. The movie awards, I just totally just don't care about. You don't want a golden popcorn? I really don't care. Don't want a golden popcorn. I don't want golden popcorn. 
Okay, we could pass on the golden popcorn. And so can you. If you're not a teenager yeah. and actually don't care about that stuff yeah. like everyone else. I didn't even care about that stuff when I was a teenager. I was <laughs> just like, this, I knew it was dumb back then. I was like, that means nothing. What about um, for the the Choice Awards? Were they won the surfboards? Teen Choice Awards? Yes, yeah, Teen Choice Awards. It's not even on MTV. That's a Fox thing. I know thing. it's a Fox thing, but did you still watch that? No, God no. no. I never watched a single one of those. I knew that they were happening. I just always assumed that the Teen Choice Awards were when, when, like, the audience that they're trying to hit are kids that are only barely too old for the Kids' Choice Awards. Yeah. That's basically all that is. Basically. Like, oh, we can see PG-13 movies now. We can see PG-13, <laughs> but not ours. <laughs> it's like, oh, we can watch, like, CW shows now, so we're going to give all these awards to One Tree Hill. And no, it was always Girl. the O.C., in the OC. The OC was, yeah. well, because that was yeah. during our time. I, I, well, I was trying to, yeah. Yes. Eventually, I'm sure, yeah. Wondery Hill and, like, Gossip Girl and Teen Mom. Oh, yes. And did you, did you, did you realize there, there's a Teen Mom one where they bring back the original ones, and it's called Teen Mom OG? Yes. Mm. There's also Teen Mom <laughs> and Teen Mom 2, two completely different shows. I love I love that. There's sequels <laughs> to MTV shows, which is amazing. It's not even a sequel. They're I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting for Teen Mom 3. That's the, what I'm waiting for. The three-peat? That doesn't make any sense. It's like somebody somebody needs to go over to MTV and say, that's not how TV works. Uh, what? Just... what is that number? Teen Mom 3? What does that mean? It's not a, that's not how... It's not how you do TV. It's funny that uh, it's up through MTV, too, because they have Teen Mom. And in between the commercials, they'll show the condom commercials. <laughs> like, you know, like, you're, you're losing actors they're here. They're doing their due diligence, man. <laughs> they're, they're losing actors. No, losing I, I mean, that whole show. I mean, the, the entire premise of Teen Mom is predicated on how do we, like, scare straight all these girls. Yep. And yet and somehow they still continue about, to. Like, hey, don't screw up your life. I actually like the way Jane the Virgin did it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that opening for Jane, the first the pilot episode for Jane the Virgin, really good. <laughs> Rest of the series, not so much, but I like the pilot. <laughs> it's uh, a good pilot. Yeah. All right. It's else, a very good abstinence. Uh, what else do we have on television besides right. abstinence ads? All right. Uh, <laughs> stars. 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 Wait, we talked about this last week, didn't we? Yes. We what? talked about how stars oh God, bought on. More? Yes, we talked about how stars bought Encore and they made them to one big channel. So the most exciting news ever. So, <laughs> guess what they're gonna do with all these channels now? If I told you I didn't care, you would still tell me, wouldn't you? They're going the HBO <laughs> route. Okay, so they're doing a streaming service. Yep, they're doing a streaming service. Of course they are, because you cannot survive in 2016 without it. Yep. Uh, new streaming service. Uh, let's see. Starting at $9 a month. So, Netflix price. Yeah, sure. I don't think I'm ever going to consider doing that. No. I don't think their programming is unique enough. Well, if they get, like, first-run movies... I still don't think Like, blockbusters, like Avengers and uh, Jurassic World. Yeah. Maybe, but I don't think they will. They don't have the cl- the clout that big dogs like HBO have. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Nice try, I, Stars. I, I think what I'm getting at is I don't know who Stars is for. It's for the mature audience who wants more <laughs> stories in their series. That 
can't be true. <laughs> I, I have no idea because I don't watch it. You're making that up. That actually just sounded like a TNT flirt. <laughs> <laughs> we know drama. Yeah, well, I don't know. Black Sails gets good critical praise. Sure, yeah. It did Spartacus I a for a while. talk about Black Sails. Like, years ago, though. Yeah. Not now. Not the band. Not recently. Not the band. The band? Black yeah, Sails? There's a band called Black Sails. No, Black Flag. Oh, uh, sorry. Black Flag, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Black Sails? I mean, there's probably also a band out there called Black Sails. Did so, I tell you I saw Black Flag? You saw Black Flag? Black yes. When? Oh, uh, my friend said he <laughs> randomly had tickets, like, that day to go to a... Oh, my coworker said he had Whoa. tickets that day to go to a concert. Who else played? Um, <laughs> I forget who, but it was Black Flag. I don't know who the first band was, huh. but I know who the second band was. They sang that song, Red. You're gonna have to be more Not the Taylor guy. Swift band. Not Taylor Swift. Not Taylor Swift Red. And no. Uh, shoot. I know it's like one of those bands I've heard before, but I just don't know who they are. Yeah, what? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. We're wasting time. What else? Um, then I have uh, American Idol here. Okay, well, we already talked about that. No, we did. Yeah, we did. Oh, the other thing. Yes. So, uh, so now that I've actually seen the special, I've seen where this is stated. Um, if we're on the same page, I can't see your notes, so I don't know. Probably. But at the end of the end of the special, uh, they do briefly talk about the reason behind the cancellation and what was actually going on, which I guess was not public knowledge until this thing. No, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know where you're going with uh, this. So they kind of go into, yeah, the why, which is something I was curious about. Because the assumption was is that, oh, Fox pulled the plug because because it's done ratings-wise. It's like it was underperforming. Well, that's not the case. So apparently what's actually what actually happened was Fox was all ready to renew American Idol for another season. But they were going to severely cut the budget. budget. Oh, okay. So they start talking. One of the producers talks about how they didn't want to make con- the concessions that the that the uh, that the st- that the network wanted them to make. So they decided that they would rather end the series now than air another what they would believe lackluster season. Basically, well, end the end end on a high note. <laughs> Yeah. Music joke. Yes. Um, instead of doing a not so great final season. So, Chevelle. That's follow. Up. Oh, okay. Yeah, Black sure. Flag. That makes some Chevelle. sense. Um, and then right after that, they they uh, followed up with uh, Simon Fuller, the big head honcho executive producer and creator of the show, uh, basically saying, "Now this might not be the end of the concept." of American Idol. If we so choose to, we could bring it back in a new, completely revamped way to touch a new generation. I'm paraphrasing, but that's the gist of what he said. Right, that's, the, that's, that's actually what I have in my the notes. News. Yeah, that's the news. Yes. Because previously we thought this was going to be a hard cut. Uh, that this was not going to be a thing anymore. But it seems like that they're at least in talks with Fox right now mm-hmm. to try to figure out if they were going to bring back American Idol how to do it in one a budget conscious manner because now fox seems super averse to doing an expensive reality show right and two 
to make it different enough to appeal because I think they don't want you know to spend a bunch of money on this thing and have the same audience watch it they want to double that audience they want to grow that audience they want it to be bigger than it has been right so I don't think that's going to happen well, I think that those talks are going to go zero I don't think they're going to be able to compromise because the way that these producers were talking on this thing make it sound like they like it as the biggest thing possible and I don't think Fox is in the biggest that in that market anymore. Do you mean in terms of viewership? I think in terms of network strategy. Oh yeah. They they can't set a schedule. Are betting the farm on Empire right now. Right. Empire is huge for them. Fox is going to go down in the next five years a drama path. Really? I, that's my call. I think Empire is going to color what they're going to do for the next five years. I think that they're the reason why they're starting to de-emphasize their comedy, I think that that was part of the move to the Tuesday night for some of their comedies. I think it's them all one. realizing that they can't bank on Sunday to be their breadwinner anymore. It's not. Right. Their breadwinner is going to be dramas. It's going to be the next thing by from the producer of Empire or by someone involved with Empire. They're going to try to maybe not necessarily directly spin off of it, but they're going to try to make similar programming there and try to be the next CBS. Or it's just our dramas? I think. That's my prediction. I could be wild, wildly off, but I've read a lot about network history, and I've read books about NBC, and I've read countless Wikipedia articles about like the history of these things, and it always goes through these paths. When a network hits something that really, really does well, they pivot to uh, match it like 100%. when American Idol did really well you got all mm-hmm. these reality all shows reality competition reality shows yeah. when Joe Millionaire ABC screwed up with uh, got uh, uh, so big with uh, who wants to be a millionaire they yeah. ended up screwing it up by beating that dead horse for six or seven years right it ended up screwing them but at the time they were like no this is what people want they want game shows and so they worked super hard on game shows yep. NBC went super hard on comedy you know, it's like every uh, all these stations, all these networks have a Animal Hospital. God, Animal <laughs> Hospital. But yeah, no, it's like I think that Fox is going to try the drama thing, so they're probably just financially not into the idea of spending a bunch of money on the next incarnation of American Idol, unless they're a hundred percent sure it's going to be the next big thing. Well, they want to be the voice; they're not going to be the voice. No. So they need to. They they are trying to do the smart thing by not doing that again. So I bet that if there is talks for a revitalized American Idol, it does not happen in the next, like, couple years. It'll be further down, if it happens at all. I say past 2020. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Bring it back in 2020. Why not? It's be like 2020 Idol. Yeah, that's what they have. If they're going to bring it back, they want to bring it back with a new twist, put in new dimensions, and uh, with new technology, get more immediate feedback. Yeah, I think uh, I mean that's 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 a good idea. I think one of the things they talked about on the special is um, it kind of went over how sometimes they've had difficulty uh, balancing it between being about the about the actual comp- competition and about the people competing as opposed to being a platform for existing musicians to show off their music mm-hmm. because they did talk about like at po- at points they even admitted at points during the series run they focused too many too much on the celebrity too much on the judges 
too much on that part of it where it became less about I'm getting judged and more about I'm in the same room as these huge stars. Was that the same? Was that to be the same years when there was Nicki Minaj and Mariah Carey? They bring that up specifically. Actually, it's in a weird, candid moment. They say that it was the worst decision they made on the show for Nicki was Minaj. To put those two on the same panel. Yeah, it was. And apparently, Ruben, like uh, not Ruben, uh, uh, yeah, Randy the- Jackson basically says that that's the reason why he chose to leave <laughs> was because he just got burnt out dealing with those two. Right. Well, because they tried, they need to create drama somewhere, and so they put it on the panel. Yeah. And then they even, it's funny because that's the other part, is that right after that they talk about why they hired Steven Tyler. And the entire purpose of hiring Steven Tyler, they said, was to was to bring back an element of, like, controversy into the judging. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. No. But <laughs> it's just funny. It's like how they kept try- taking these stabs over and over again trying to breathe life into that thing. And it just... It just wasn't working. I would like to actually. I actually liked it when they had Cara Diaguardi as a judge. Yeah, she was. Clearly, right. she was a producer. Yeah, she comes from an A and R background. Yeah. She actually knew what she was doing. I mean, even though it felt like she didn't bring a whole lot to the table. Well, she was a she was a writer, which is important. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's that around she... the same time that they started actually having the uh, having um, that like you know the songwriting contest, mm-hmm. like write your song and it could be featured for the finale. Right. It's like I don't even know if they do that. anymore. I don't think so. I think they did it for like, did it for like three years. years. I remember. Yeah. I remember it being a thing. Yeah, because I remember some of those songs were awful, though. Do you remember uh, Carrie Underwood's "I Want to Be Inside Your Heaven"? No, I remember that up. David Cook's "Time of My Life." Oh God, that was bad too. All those songs were terrible, but that was my least favorite one. Please, if when you're at, uh, if you're at home right now, uh, YouTube search "I Want to Be Inside Your Heaven." <laughs> or just Carrie Underwood's <laughs> yeah. winning song. Yeah, Carrie Underwood, American Idol finale song or something like that. Yeah. I, it's so bad. I want to be inside your heaven. So who wrote <laughs> Daniel Powder's Have a Bad Day? Because <laughs> they played that thing to oh, death until that. Daughtry came out with, I'm going yeah. home. <laughs> to the place I'm going home. home. And they played that song to death too. they the so-called goodbye song. Yeah, I just love how on the nose that was every week. <laughs> yep. I'm going home. Yeah, he is. Yep. He's definitely going home. Okay, we need to move on. Uh, so, okay, wait. I know I've asked this to you before, but... Yes. Can you name the American Idol winners? And will We've they come back this tomorrow? on the air. And will they come back before. tomorrow? Uh, yes. Uh, the word is is that everyone is coming back. Everyone is coming back? Uh, as far as I know. I could be wrong. Uh, but let's see. So, Kelly Clarkson, Ruben Studdard... Uh, Fantasia Barino. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. It's already happening. Uh, Boba. Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. Uh, Taylor Hicks. Taylor Hicks. Uh, Jordan Sparks. Jordan Sparks. Uh, Chris Allen. Yes, Chris Allen, David uh, Cook. David Cook. David Cook? David Cook. Uh, uh, Philip Phillips? Yep. Uh... Lee DeWise. Oh, I know we're skipping years here. Lee DeWise. Yeah. I know uh, we're skipping years here. Okay, well, if we're skipping Scotty years. Scotty McCreary. Scotty McCreary. Uh, uh, Caleb Johnson. Yes. Uh, so that's, we're on uh, 11, uh, 12. This is better than last time. 12. Uh, uh, other girl. I don't remember her name. Another girl? There's a girl who won. Cassidy Pope. That's, that's no, the voice. Wrong show. That's the voice. <laughs> I don't know. Uh... We're missing two. Yeah. It's We're a lady two. and probably another white guy. Probably probably another white guy. Yeah. Well, it's better than last time. Yeah. 
or we were close. Yep. Thirteen. Or no, we got twelve. So we, got we were 12. missing twelve out of fourteen. Ain't bad. And fourteen. And uh, probably, La Porsche. And our prediction is La Porsche for tomorrow. Yep. Uh, if we are wrong, man, screw America, and I'm glad American Idol is over. Yeah. Let's move on to the next. What do we got? Music. Um, we have reviews. Oh, we have some to do TV that. ended. All right. Well, yes, yeah, TV ended. All right. Uh, you watched the entirety of The People versus O.J. Simpson. Well, I want to talk about the other show first. Oh. I'm talking about 112263 because oh, OJ's better. <laughs> okay. OJ's better. So I have a lot to say on it, so I'm going to get through uh, this one it. first. All right, fair enough. So, uh, as a refresher, this is the. We talked about it on the podcast before, but this is the Stephen King adaptation. J.J. J. Abrams produced J. J. Abrams Hulu produced. A streaming only with, show. With uh, James Franco. Yep, with James Franco. And um, I didn't travel. see a whole lot of it, but man, when I saw it, I was not impressed by it. It's more like that. Yeah, I um, This show does stuff right, and then it does a lot of things wrong. <laughs> I think it does more things wrong than it does right because it's based off the book, and because Stephen King likes to do a whole lot of fantastical elements, not including time travel, which is... <laughs> Which is it? Which is why I was hooked because it was all time travel. Sure, but it wasn't time travel. It was okay. let's put you in the past and <laughs> try and change the events of the past. Sure. Um, James Franco, I think he does a good job for the first half of the episodes. <laughs> About episode five, he just kind of starts sleepwalking through it like James Franco does. Literally, because he's like. Barely can open his eyes as is. Until the final episode. <laughs> okay. He actually brings it back in for the final episode, which is good. All right. Like somebody, somebody woke him up and like, yeah, it's no, like, you, this is it. You gotta, you gotta add. It's like, hey, you only have a week left of filming. And she's like, I have a week left of filming? That's it? <laughs> That's it? I'm almost out? Yep. Uh, or he just smoked less weed that day. He probably ran out. Because he's too busy <laughs> on weeks three. He ran out of his dank. <laughs> yeah, too busy on weeks five, six, and seven. <laughs> um, but overall, it's a good show. <laughs> I like how non-committal that is. I'm not committed to it because if you <laughs> can't get past the pilot, don't even waste your time. Okay, I won't. Then. <laughs> I mean, okay, cool. It's there's there's not a whole lot that keeps you going, that like, keeps you hooked. I mean, they they throw on a love plot twist, and of course they do. They they say like they throw this thing like where the the past fights back. Like, you can't change the past. Right, I thought that was an interesting concept, but... They don't play with they it They don't enough. go far enough with it? They don't go far enough with it. They go... There's a, there's a two-year jump what? in these eight episodes. Huh? Because when he goes back in time, he starts in 1960. Doesn't he have to stay there, though? And stay. He starts in 1960 yeah. and has to stay there until 1963. Which is my problem with the entire premise, because yeah, I don't it. think time-traveling fiction is interesting unless you can have both future and past. Or, sorry, present and past. Because if you just stay in the past, then it's just a period piece. Oh, he does go back, though. I thought that he couldn't, though. No, no, no. I like the rules of their universe. The rules was anything he changes in the yeah. past, when he goes back to the present, or the future, the present, those changes will take effect. Right. And that's the new timeline. When he goes right. back, it it's like a reset button, and yeah. everything goes back to the way it should that's be. That's why I said that he has to stay, because otherwise it would switch, right? No, no. He can come back. He just couldn't go back. 
If you can, if once it was okay. done, and because it, it actually shows that in the finale, sure. which is why it was good. Got it. Okay. So that is that even that for a while? All right. So should I just spoil? Nah. I mean, yeah, at this point, no one's actually gonna watch this now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So spoilers. He says, "Okay, so this is your spoiler uh, for the next five minutes. Skip ahead. <laughs> clap. Or okay, so five minutes. Spoiler. And then you're gonna clap. Yep. <laughs> okay, so he fixed it. He saves JFK. He kills uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Okay. After he's already been shot. Well, anyways. What happens on the grassy knoll? There is no first shooter on the grass knoll. There is was, no grassy knoll. It was all... Uh, Oswald. Oswald. Yeah. Yep. In so, their version of the story. In their version of the story, it was all <laughs> Oswald. Um, James Franco saves him, okay. but loses his girl love interest in the process sure so because sacrifice because sacrifice so after the fbi talks to him and basically confirms that he is not one a russian spy to any danger threat to the president or anyone else james franco can't play russian no james franco (laughs) goes back home and sees what happens okay if jfk never got shot right uh as with most uh, future <laughs> stuff, if anything you change in the past, the future is always screwed over. Up. Even if you think you're doing good, yep, it still it's always, sucks. Yep. So okay. So he gets back to the what's present. bad? What's bad? The entire East Coast is blown up. <laughs> what? It's basically a desolate wasteland. <laughs> I like these just like jumps to the conclusions. I love this. Yep. <laughs> it's like, it just you just jumps from hey. 1963 sure. to. T- 2016 present and everything's just destroyed. <laughs> it's like what happened. It even tries to. James Franco tries to give explanations like what happened. Like, it's like, like what happened. Like, what's there supposed to be better? Like, does Vietnam mean anything to you? Does 9/11 mean anything to you? Because those things never happened sure. in this uh, timeline. And things get more screwed up because I don't really say. They just say that basically another World War Three happened for and. Some that we don't want to actually explain. Yeah. We don't yeah, want to actually spend the time of actually explaining how the entire geopolitical landscape was altered by this one president living. Well, because, <laughs> no, uh, they said that because he lived through two terms, uh-huh. after him they elected George Wallace. <laughs> and therefore, Lyndon B. Johnson was never president. Oh, my God. And that changed everything. Oh, my God. That's so dumb. Yep. Uh. And he <laughs> sends us into war because general. Because general. Yep. Well, that sucks. So, <laughs> realizing that, wow, this is actually worse than before, worse. he goes back, back and resets he, goes, everything? he resets everything. Oh, so he goes through the portal and back, and everything's back to normal. So the entire series <laughs> is nothing. For, nothing for nothing. Happened. It's just one guy's That's time. Dumb. Yeah. Basically, this, he, James Franco spent three years, Ugh. all in the span of two minutes, because that's how the time travel <laughs> plot works, right. and nothing changed. Okay. We don't need to talk about this anymore. Nope. That sounds terrible. Don't watch that show. Instead, you should have been watching o- People vs. O.J. Talk so about O.J. So oh, this is such a good series. I had a revelation about O.J. I did not know, not about the actual person or the actual case or anything. About the television series. Okay. Uh, I didn't know. I saw today that the, the writers uh, wrote something else. They're, like, famous. Uh, I forget what it was. Somebody was tweeting on uh, about it. The writers? Yeah, the writers of this miniseries, they wrote 
something, and I forget what it was, but they, they, yeah, they, they've been around. But anyways, I'm getting confused. Well, anyways, uh, this is such a good series. So it's you ten liked episodes. it? Oh, I liked this. I was into it. I my favorite episode was the penultimate episode. Uh, Manna from Heaven. Great episode. Uh, let's see. Do you want to talk about the creators? No, the writers. Uh, I could be paraphrasing this tweet. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Let's move on. Let's not talk about that. Writing credits. Yes, yeah, Kyle Alexander. Writing credits. Okay. Let's talk about the book. I don't know. Too Anyways. Long. Okay, so. Yeah, anyways. So you like that episode, but what do you, so you, uh, what do you feel about the whole thing? Like, what the performances. This? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Let's move on. All right. Anyways, uh, real good. Um, okay, let's pull up the actors here because I don't want to butcher their <laughs> names here. Uh, let's see. Probably the star was Sarah Paulson as Marsha Clark. That seems to be the, yeah, that seems to be the consensus. She is the star. She is the She thing. did well. She pulls that She's thing. Good. She was good in that role. Yep. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., not so much. <laughs> I mean, there's only so much you can do. There's only so much you can do as OJ, especially because yeah. the, uh, the trial's not about him. <laughs> not really, yeah. No. It's kind of all these other moving parts around it. Yep. Um, let's see. John Travolta. <laughs> like Java the freaking Hut. Yeah. He's just sitting there. I, don't, I wasn't super impressed by him. I mean, he did, actually, he did stuff. In the beginning, but yeah. towards the end, he just gave a background character, just like with uh, <laughs> David Schwimmer. He's just a background yeah. character. Dude, I was listening to the morning well, the morning show I usually listen to, and they did this one bit where they were talking about how somebody actually made a compilation of all the times that David Schwimmer says juice. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, in the first two episodes, there were already, like, 60-something instances of it. Well, that's so if you yes. counted it through the entire series, that'd be a lot of juice. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's all the juice to go through. Juice. Uh, the other highlight is uh, what's his name, Courtney B. Vance. Yeah. Played uh, Johnny Cochran. Yeah, yeah. He was really good. Yeah. Those, those two, uh, Courtney B. Vance and uh, Sarah Paulson, two really well powerhouse performances yeah. on both of them. Are you uh, thinking Emmys? Thinking Emmys? I'm thinking Nomstrom. You smell an Emmy? Yep. I'm thinking those two. Uh, if I had to give a third one out, it would have to go to, um, not the judge, uh, <laughs> no. Sterling K. Brown, played, played, uh, the other, the D.A. Darney. Yeah, 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 he was good. Yeah, Darden. He was good. He was good. I liked, I liked him. He had, he had the most characters. You're supposed perfect. to like him, yes. but still. <laughs> the series well, is written that way. Yeah. But. Uh, well, I guess being of the 90s. Well, being a kid in the well, 90s, I, yeah. we didn't know a whole lot. Let's we, talk about this real quick because, yeah, I think we're we're kind of a unique kit, uh, test case here because we're old enough to have been alive when the events of this case happened, we're, but we're just under the age that we would remember any of it. Right. Because, uh, I mean, I've probably told like talked to you about this before. I don't have a whole lot of clear memories before, like, age four or five. Right, I, I don't remember most, a whole lot. Most people don't. Yeah, I feel I feel like most people don't. It's like four or five, your brain's finally catching up, and you're like, okay, these events I'm going to remember now forever. So it's like these were things that we grew up in a world that had been affected by them, but not necessarily things we experienced ourselves. 
Right. I mean, I can remember my parents watching this. Sure. But me not understanding what they're watching or why they're invested. We were probably in the room while these things were happening, but we could not parse them. Right. It's it's like my dad saying, this is O.J. Simpson. He's talking to me about pimping the football star. Right. Not Not what's going on in the case. And, of course, because we were children, it was probably not, you know, our parents didn't feel like it was relevant for us to know about the other stuff right uh, so it was things that but but another reason why we're kind of a unique case is because our knowledge base is completely made of what pop culture has told us about this case right. it became such a big thing that so many different parodies and satires and jokes and references happened in the things that we did eventually experience and absorb that we basically had a bare bones understanding of what this thing was and what had happened going into this recap right talk <laughs> right because you were talking about parodies of a bronco chase <laughs> yeah. of the glove not fitting you yeah. must if it does yeah. not fit you must acquit these bits and pieces actually um one uh this great writer i follow uh, on twitter lee alexander she put it really well she was talking about how she was watching the, the, the series and she uh, was enjoying the part of hearing these names and these terms that when she was growing up, she only had a vague understanding about and rehearing them. And her example was the name Kato Kalin. Yes. It didn't mean anything to her at the time, but she probably remembered it because it's, it's a sound. It's an evocative sound. Right. It's like she remembered this is a name that I had heard before. And I, I, that resonated with me when I read her tweet about that because I was like, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it too. Where these are things and concepts and names, very specifically names, that we remember, that we can recall, that have some sort of importance to them, but God knows we can't tell you what it is. Right. And that is a key. That's an interesting kind of, kind of thing from childhood that happens. But again, it's very specific to our generation. Right. Whereas I think like anybody, anybody younger than us, they probably have no idea. Well, uh, it's funny you mentioned this because I was reading uh, articles about about yeah. the finale, yeah, and more specifically about um, Kardashian, right, and how not only were the kids growing up with this around and that they had a better understanding of what it was, yeah, but that this was the first time seeing their dad in the spotlight, yeah. and that bring brought to the forefront. I thought it was kind of interesting how the series how how the series obviously takes advantage of the fact that we as a society are now familiar with the Kardashians. Yes. Where they interspersed, like, here's a fun little dumb scene where it's, hey, look, it's the Kardashian daughters watching this on TV. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be funny? Which is totally useless, totally well, no, unnecessary. Well, no, it's not funny, because that's the part <laughs> I was reading about, where yeah. when, when Robert Kardashian first mm-hmm. comes out, he has to spell his name. Yeah. To, like, well, like, those reporters are, like, saying it wrong and, like, get them right, because... <laughs> Back in the 90s, no one knew what a Kardashian right. was. But I, I feel like that, that if this was made even 10 years ago, I don't think that, that emphasis would have been placed. No. Because it just wouldn't have made any sense. Right. Now it makes sense. Your average person knows what a Kardashian is as the daughters and the mother. They don't know necessarily Robert. Right. They don't necessarily yeah. Robert, but I think for the most part, well, for me, it was the name of Johnny Cochran. Right. 
it was yes i know you that, heard that, that, I name. Heard that name you're like this that, is a person that's that a person I that's a lawyer vaguely know who this person I is i think that's the guy yeah. who did oj yeah exactly and and, I'm and sure then seeing we everything heard judge lance ito before yes and probably knew that that was also a person that mattered Yes. Or the person that had to do something. And for. Shapiro. Shapiro. Yeah, Shapiro. Robert Shapiro. It's like, that's what yes. I was talking about. Like, that's why that, that meant something to me. It was like that names. Names stick with you. Especially if they're unique. Mm -hmm. And all the names around this thing are very unique. Yes. But, yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Um, aside from just being the trial itself and doing a really good job of, not, of getting everyone's point of view. From not only the defense and the uh, prosecutors, yeah. but also from the attorneys and outside sources, and even the ju the um, the jury. Yeah, though I thought that was a little brief. Well, the previous episode did a whole. Oh, did it go yeah. more into it? Okay. Yeah, the previous episode. Well, because this was a jury that was sequestered for eight months. Right. Where they were put up in a hotel, <laughs> no TV, no interaction with anyone else. <laughs> They couldn't talk to, even amongst themselves, they couldn't talk to each other about the case, about mm -hmm. how they were leaning. They couldn't talk to family about this, this anything. They were sequestered from even the news outlets. Right. So I thought that was really interesting. They even showed them, like, going crazy. It's like, yeah, you would go crazy after eight months. Yeah, probably. And it's a long time. Yeah, I think one thing this uh, show did really well was the pacing. Yeah. Showing from when... The killings happened to the police first showing up to OJ walking out of prison. Yeah. Every, even though it was 10 episodes, mm -hmm. they put the 10 episodes paced really well to where you felt like this is a full on trial, not yeah. some uh, law and order going to be done in an hour I episode. Mean, I mean, let's be real. This is further proof that a mini series is the absolute and probably the most perfect way of adapting something that was meant to be like either based on a book or the length of a book yeah because movies are too limiting you have to cut everything down to two hours and tell traditional television series are too long miniseries is the perfect balance because you're getting enough room to expand your concept but also have a firm stop when right it needs it's a to limited stop. run there's no you know there's no pressure to keep it going further than it needs to and there's there's no need to make it shorter than it has to be right. so you can really let something breathe and i think it really benefited from the format yep and on that note there will be a season two right so we talked about this briefly yeah before. i feel like we brought this up uh yeah. they, they want to focus on uh hurricane katrina right and the events that happened over there so unfortunately for them i don't think this is going to hit as hard right uh well because it's not it's uh, subtitled An American Crime. Right, 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 right. Or uh, American Crime Story? An American... Yes, because I believe yes, the story... Yes, it's American Crime Story. Because it's FX. Yes, it's... A, and they also have American Horror Story. Yes, it's American Crime Story. <laughs> it's a franchise. I believe we made this joke already. Yes, the yeah. stories. It's a franchise. <laughs> yep. So they wanted... Uh, the creator said they want to do... Um, American Bible Stories coming this fall. No? Yeah, I get I get no Leviticus. <laughs> it's actually just it's actually just numbers. <laughs> Today's number is thirteen. <laughs> so and so beget so and so, and so and so beget so and so. Just a bunch of begets. Yes, it's all the begets. 
You just see one man stepping out in front of the next, in front of the next, in front of the next. <laughs> okay. I watched that for three episodes. Uh, it's just the whole hour. It's just, but she got to like cut, take a break, come back right where you left off, and still continue. It's like, well, it's it's honest to the source material. <laughs> we're leaving nothing out. But yes, anyway, we're so, not taking any liberties. So yeah, American Horror Crime Story. The uh, yes. Or, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, nominations. I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> I say the series will get nominated for uh, Emmys. Yeah, they'll probably do all right. Yeah. Like I said, I think uh, Sarah Paulson, she's she right now has that loud mock. Every time you say that, I think you're going to say Sarah Palin. Yep. Yeah, I, I think I'm going <laughs> to say Rob Paulson. <laughs> Dude. And speaking of Rob Paulson. I Rob Paulson to be on a miniseries so bad. And speaking of Rob Paulson, <laughs> last week we talked about Netflix. Yeah, well, we missed something. Yes. Apparently, Netflix missed this uh, announcement from everybody. Mm-hmm. And as April Fool's Day, not joke, but end up being reality on the first, Animaniacs is now on Netflix. So speaking of our childhoods, yes. <laughs> if you want to rel- relive our childhoods, uh, there's all 90, what, 95, 99? Yes. 99. 99. All 99 episodes of the original uh, Animaniacs are up there on Netflix now for your watching pleasure. This does not, however, include the movie Wacko's Wish. Wacko's Wish, but it does include all the television episodes. So yeah, which yeah. is great to go back because now you can, being older, find all the little nuances and jokes you probably missed as a kid. Yeah, no, it's 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 like watching a different show now. Yep, it really is, <laughs> which is good. So yep. yeah, so if you didn't, if you missed that the first time, or if you want to relive, you know, a hidden nostalgia, yeah, it's up there. Alright, moving on. Music? Okay, uh, let's see, I have... Oh, right, we have to do these things before music. Yes. Techno- uh, yes. Renewals. Renewals, we have a... It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Again? It's getting two seasons. Are you kidding me? Plus two seasons. Oh my god. Guess Guess where they're at. The show won't die. Guess where they're at. They're past ten now? Yep. It's ten and eleven then. Nope. No, it's nine and ten? 13 and 14. Oh, good lord. They'll be renewed through season 14. That show, it just keeps going. That show won't die. That's crazy. It's the comedy equivalent to Supernatural. Yes. The show that you thought ended, like, years ago <laughs> that's still somehow on the air. Well, but but guess, not quite South Park level. Well, I guess good for Danny DeVito? Yeah, good for Danny DeVito. <laughs> good for Charlie Day. Yeah, I guess Charlie Day is still getting older. Yeah. I want to see him on other stuff, though. Yeah. I like him. I just don't like that show. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know. I'm just weird, I guess. Yeah. Uh, other, um, Full Frontal with Samantha B. Okay, cool. That, that gets 20 more episodes, and it's going to run through the rest of the year. I need to check that out, because I really like, I like Samantha B on Daily Show. Uh, I like her a lot, and I was following the whole, like, she was going to get a show at TBS for a while, but I didn't follow through and actually watch it. Okay. But now we have access to that, so yep. we should probably check it out. Also, getting renewal is Grimm. NBC's yeah, Grimm. Sure. All right. Somebody's watching it. <laughs> some people are. Some people. This is season six for it. Yeah, so I guess some people are yeah. watching it. <laughs> See, I get season six. Uh, speaking of uh, cable, Detour, show that just premiered, gets, mm-hmm. season, gets another season. Sure. Yep. Uh, so check that out. Get to season two already. Because CBS doesn't have a whole lot going for it. <laughs> and then we get to our cancellations. Okay. The first one, didn't know it was a show, 
Not going to be a show much longer. Okay. It's Cocktails, spelled with a K. What? Cocktails, spelled with a K. Wait, 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 wait. Like, uh, the first C? Oh, well. The first C is a K? Because there already is a K. Yes. Okay. The first C is a K. <laughs> it's Cocktails. I never heard of this. With Chloe. Like Kardashian? Yeah, as in Chloe oh, Kardashian, show? yes. Okay. She has a show where she basically sits Had. in the kitchen. Had a show. <laughs> sits in the kitchen, drinks wine with celebrity guests. That sounds terrible. It was so terrible. It was supposed to be like a, a, a nightly show. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. It was so terrible. Uh, it's only going to be run for 20 episodes. Okay. I'm sorry. I read that wrong. It's going to be canceled on the 20th. <laughs> Having run only 14 episodes. Okay. <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> so, yes. Cocktails with Chloe. Wow. Canceled after 14 episodes. Sure. And more than I thought. <laughs> it was more than uh, Gods and Prophets. Yeah, well, yeah. Most <laughs> things are. Yes. All right. What else? And uh, for those of... Now we go to those who have passed. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so the, the part you don't like. Yeah. Uh, we have two of note. One is Eric Bosfield. Bosfeld. I don't know who that is. You know what he said, though. Okay. He is Admiral Akbar. Oh, that's right. I did see this. Never mind. Yes. That's sad. Famous It's a Trap. Yep. Who also came back and reprised his role in The Force Awakens. Right. Is no longer with us. Oh, yep. okay. Died at the age of 93. Well, yeah, he was 93, yeah. which is, yes, that makes some sense. But still, it's sad. Yep. And news of today. Yes, this broke today. Uh, you want Merle, Merle Haggard. Yes, country legend Merle Haggard yes. passed away today. But again, also his age. 79. 79. Yep, country you know, music, music legend. But yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So... Right after, oh, this will be a good segue into the... Pour out your whiskey. ACMs. <laughs> okay! That just that's a terrible segue, but all right. No, but Country Music Awards just country, happened. Did they? Well, actually, you need to clarify. One of the two major country awards yes. happened. There's the CMAs and the ACMs. Yes. I'm not sure which one. I'm not like... This is the American Country well, Music Awards. Yes, but what I was going to say is I'm not sure because I'm not that big of a country music fan. Right. Which one is more important? I think the CMAs are more important. I feel like the CMAs are more important, but I could be totally wrong. But anyway, so the ACMs happened. Yes, the ACMs happened, um, which included, uh, what's his name, Blake Shelton, premiering his new song. Sure. Uh, Post Miranda Lambert. Right. That's not the name of the song, is it? Well, no, but <laughs> I would mention it because Miranda Lambert was in the audience. Oh, fun. And Blake Shelton, who has been hosting like the past three years right. with uh, Luke Bryant, right, was not hosting this year uh-huh. because, you know, he, uh, it was Luke Bryant and Dirk, Dirkus Bentley, Dirk Bentley, Dirk Bentley, yes, country names, Dirks and his Bentley, yes, Dirks and his Bentley. <laughs> uh, they were they were hosting. Um, no Blake Shelton. He just came, sang, and left. That was it. All right. Got to get back to his boo. Got to get back to, yeah, got to get, get back, back to, to the Gwen. The voice. Yes, one, the voice, two, <laughs> the Gwen. The Gwen Stefan, Stefani. Yes. Uh, also, it was it a was note because, I only note this because during his performance, 
They only showed him during the performance. Yeah. What I mean by that is, it was only his performance. There was no reaction crowd shots. Hmm. Yeah. That's odd. Also, his new single is Came Here to Forget. Oh, yes, I've heard this. They played on, again, the morning show I listened to. Yes. Uh, it's, it's okay. It's okay, yeah. It's I, a, I heard this. It's uh, okay. It's a country. It's a pop country song. It's as country as you can get. Yeah, it's not as country as you can get. But no. It's very Blake Shelton. If you like Blake Shelton, you'll like it. His, the new song. Yep. I bet Kristen probably likes it. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, she heard it. But she hasn't told me yet. If she ha- if she hears it, I'm sure she'd probably enjoy it. Yeah. It's very in that wheelhouse. Uh, let's see. Other, where's my winners and losers here? Yeah, other winners. Um, Entertainer of the Year is the one who's the entertainer. It was, couldn't be Taylor Swift again. Nope. Because she's finally out of there. She won that thing like five times or something like that. Yep. Some ridiculous amount of time. It, it Yes, it actually made way for my man. Who? Uh, Jason Aldean. Jason Aldean? Yeah. What? His only award of the night. Wow. His entertainer of the year. Actually, from what I used I used to occasionally watch that thing. That's my takeaway is that it seemed like whoever got entertainer of the year usually took nothing else. Yeah. Well, I, I went to his concert this past <laughs> year. It was good. Oh, I liked it. Yeah, I remember Taylor Swift won that thing a bunch. Yep. But I feel like that should have been Eric Church. Yep, Eric Church, Luke Bryan, and it's Miranda still, Lambert were know. the other nominees. Ah, uh, Miranda Lambert. But the big winner was newcomer Chris Stapleton. Yes, as... Former songwriter was, turned singer. As it was for the freaking Grammys, too. Yep. He's, he's hot he's, right now. Yep, he's blowing up. He won Male Vocalist of the Year. Okay. Uh, new Male Vocalist of the Year. Both new male vocalist and male vocalist, uh, album of the year for Traveler, and song of the year for Nobody to Blame. Sure. However, single of the year went to Thomas Rhett, "Die a Happy Man." I don't know who that is or what song that is. Yep. <laughs> and Miranda Lambert won for Women. Wow, because that segues into my last question about these awards. The only thing I want to know is, did Casey Musgraves win a thing? <laughs> the only oh, it's funny because it's the only one I saw live. Uh-huh. Um, it was Miranda Lambert versus Casey Musgraves versus Carrie Underwood. Oh God! And uh, she got massacred. and two other songs. And uh, she got massacred. Yep. That's just the thing is the poor girl is just yeah she's outgunned. Yep. But uh, Carrie Underwood also did perform her new single Church Bells. Okay. I actually like it. All right. It's it's a very dark song. Very, but that's odd for for being named church bells. Well, it, yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's about a sinner, and you hear those yeah, church bells. Great. Oh, with that kind. I was yeah. thinking like getting married. Church no. bells. Got it. Okay. No, it's about I'm a sinner, and I hear those church bells, so I go towards the light. Well, uh, Casey Musgraves, wherever you are, you've won one thing, my heart and pants. That too. <laughs> oh, let's move on <laughs> uh, to the other award show that happened. Oh God. All right. Speaking of Taylor Swift. The iHeartRadio Music oh, Awards. God. So we watched maybe 10 minutes of these things before we could not. We were just, nah, we've got better things to do. It was background noise for me. <laughs> including including a muted performance of Chris Brown, which is the best way <laughs> to enjoy, sorry, the best way to endure a Chris Brown performance yes. to mute it. It had one of the <laughs> worst lineups ever Ugh. when I heard it. It Ugh. was coming up is... <laughs> Coming yeah. up was Pitbull. Pitbull. Followed by Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. Followed by... Followed by... Uh, what was it? 
Joe, Joe, uh, Joe Jonas. Joe, Joe Jonas oh, Dan, and Dance. D-N-C-E. D- D- yes. F- f- with the single Cake by the Ocean. Which, by the way, if you have not heard the song, Cake by the Ocean, ugh, do yourself a favor and avoid it. <laughs> Please do if you can't, because that song gets stuck in your head. Ugh. For a bad reason. Because <laughs> all I just play in my head is Cake by the Ocean. Cake <laughs> by the Ocean. And the best part is, I read a thing explaining. You we didn't car, read it. Right? We were in the car. Yeah, I was reading it to you in oh, the car. I thought it was a radio thing. No, I was reading it to you oh, off of my okay. phone. But apparently, it was an idea. Like by like, what was it? It was like they, some they were foreigner to, yeah, or something like European some foreign producers, pers- European producers that didn't understand what sex on the beach meant, and so they misinterpreted it as cake by the ocean. <laughs> and that's why they wrote that song. No, they wrote the song. They just used the hook, Cake by oh, the Ocean. So bad. As a way of, that's what their music represents. Cake that by the Ocean. You might not understand them, <laughs> but it's hilarious nonetheless. Except it's not, and it's terrible. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so. Anyways. Big uh, winner, of course, was Taylor Swift. Yep, for tour, artists, but not single. That went to Hello. Hello? Yeah. Oh, Adele. Adele. I for I had a, a brain fart right there. I was trying to think of what the song "Hello" was. Hello. I was definitely I definitely thought of Lionel Richie first. Funny you say that because <laughs> that was up for best um, mashup. Huh? Oh, "Hello and Hello." Yes. I haven't heard a "Hello and Hello" mashup. Which actually seems no, obvious. Yes. Which actually the best mashup went to um, <laughs> Fifth Harmony's cover of of Bruno Mars featuring Mar- Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars Uptown Funk. Okay. How, how crazy does that sound? That sounds interesting. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> but the other big winner was uh, Justin Bieber. Won yeah. Male Vocalist of the Year, Best Fan Army, and Best Song sure. um, Male Vocalist, uh, Where Are You Now? So I'm going to put this out here, and I mean, it's already too late, but I don't think we should cover the I Heart blah, blah, blah things anymore. Nope. I do not think they matter. Nope, that was our five minutes on it. <laughs> I think that was five minutes too many. Yep. Well, it's five minutes for both. I think as much as Clear Channel but, wants that thing to matter, it is never going to. But, okay, the last thing I have on music uh, okay. was news that happened on the 1st, April 1st. Everyone thought of the April Fool's Day's joke. Yeah. Until it wasn't. Ugh. Axl Rose. Right. We mentioned this last week. Yes. Couldn't be the new frontman for ACDC. Yes. However. Yes. On Friday, April 1st, him and Slash were on stage <laughs> at the same time uh-huh. for a Guns N' Roses reunion. Yeah. Played only at the Troubadour for one uh-huh. night. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. What's the-, the news is they're trying to parlay that success into a, a tour. Right. Yes. This is old news. Yes. Okay, so what's the what's the story? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, story. Like, like, that's the story? We already knew all this. Yes, we already knew okay. all this. Well, this is, th- there's no story. They're still going to be at frickin' Coachella. Yep. That's still happening. All this stuff is still on. Yeah. I thought you were going to tell me that the ACDC thing ended up not being true. Oh, no. That, that's still, <laughs> that did come out on April 1st. So, yeah, I assumed yeah. that you were going to So he's tell doing me. both. He's doing double work. That's, okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
then all right, that's just an update, really. Yep, just an update that so, that Axel Rose is not leaving completely right. Guns N' Roses. It's just that he's going to do double duty. Right. Yeah, duty. Duty. Yep. Uh, I, have some, I have some music things okay. to wrap up some music. I listened to some music this weekend. What? Uh, I uh, caught up on the last couple of weeks of releases, and I'm not going to obviously go too far into any of them. Uh, I'll start with probably the most relevant to our fan base. I'm going to talk about Weezer. Oh, yeah, Weezer's self-titled White Album was released last week. Um, and basically all I have to really say about it is that if you liked their last effort, uh, 2014's um, Everything Will Be All Right in the End, if you liked that, it's more of that. Uh, they're pretty much picking up the ball right where they left it. Um, yeah, it's Weezer being Weezer. It's Weezer uh, being the good again Weezer. And okay. I don't mean great. Uh, I think that th- this album and the last album have that in common, where they're not quite Blue Album. Okay. You know, I don't think anything ever will be for them no. again. But also, it's not Ratitude. It's not Hurley. It's not... Okay lowest of the low okay. that Weezer have, has gone. It's alright. Um, I think listening to it, there are some stinkers. I don't really like uh, Thank God for Girls, which is their single. That's their single, yeah. I don't care for it. I think the other there are other songs on that album that are better. Okay. Uh, but there are definitely, there's probably a couple moments where I was like, hey, that's pretty awesome. Like, that's a real good moment. But not as many, t- I didn't do that as many times as I did on the last one. So if you like Weezer, check it out. Um, it's more of that. So that's good news, I guess, because at least it doesn't suck. Well, at least it doesn't suck. At least it doesn't suck. Uh, moving on to things, other things that don't suck. So um, a couple of bands that are a little smaller uh, uh, status-wise uh, came up with couple came out with a couple of new albums. Uh, local LA act Bleached has a new album. So if you're looking for some surf rock influenced girl group action. Uh, check that out. It's called uh, uh, "Welcome to the Worms." That's out out of as of last week. I enjoyed it. It's all right. Um, also out is Taco Cat, a Seattle band who recently played a Bernie Sanders rally, and Bernie himself <laughs> even said, "Thank you, Taco Cat." Uh, that's great. That's on YouTube. Um, but Make yeah. that your ringtone. No, thank you, Taco uh, Cat. <laughs> Bernie Sanders saying thank you, Taco Cat. Taco Cat also relevant this week because they do the theme song to the Powerpuff, Powerpuff Girls relaunch. Yes, which we, we covered. Watch. We did not watch though yet. We have not watched. No, it. we haven't watched the pilot yet, but we did cover their new uh, song. So yes, so uh, their new album is out. It's called Lost Time. So check that out if you're looking for some fun, uh, more poppy punk uh, with a feminist bent. Uh, it's real good. I probably liked it better than the Bleached album, actually. Uh, There's another super small one I probably won't mention uh, that I listened to. Let's see, what else is bigger? No, those are probably the biggest ones. Uh, I did not, unfortunately, not really unfortunately, but I did not listen to Zayn Malik's full album. That's out. Oh, his new album's out? The thing is out, but I did not test those waters. No. Um, and uh, I mean, his single came out and it sounded just like a One Direction song. And as a, the rest of the band. Oh yeah, no, it's it's not great. I mean, that, that I didn't really like that single uh, Pillow Talk. Yeah. So if it's like that, I don't know if I want to listen to the rest of it. Um, it's follow up from last week's Kanye news. Life of Pablo is now available streaming on Spotify and Apple Music. So check it out if you haven't. He affixed uh, wolves. 
it now has Sia back in it. Okay. Uh, I gave the new version of the album a listen. That hasn't really changed that much. Uh, the production quality is a little better. There's okay. a little less hiss. Uh, it sounds a little cleaner. I kind of miss it. What do you mean? The hiss? Yeah. I, I am a strong proponent of trusting Kanye when he says something is to his liking. And I like how he produces his albums. I know that's a big sticking point for a lot of people. A lot of people are like, oh, he doesn't produce his albums well enough. It's not clean sounding. Because it's not supposed to sound like that. And I think that he maybe listened too much to the detractors and made it sound too clean. He cleaned right. it up too much. Okay. Uh, but that, that's a personal preference thing. You might like it better now. All right, now with uh, The Life I mean, of Pablo, yeah. is that only available streaming and not for download? Uh, so... That dovetails into the last thing about music that I wanted to talk about. So, as it stands right now, all we know about uh, like actual like downloads is that title was supposedly I don't know if this actually happened or not. Actually, sending email codes for downloads for the people who had paid for it and not received anything. Right. That was happening. However, it does not seem like there's going to be a physical version of this anytime soon. So right, but I'm really, talking about yeah. for like iTunes because it's as far as I know, it is not. It's not on iTunes available for purchase, to purchase on iTunes, but it is on Apple. It is Music on Apple Music streaming. for streaming. It is on Spotify for streaming. There is no, there is no way to download it outside the title. Outside right the title, right? Uh, so, which brings us to, brings to the last thing on music that I wanted to talk about because it's absolutely nuts. These nuts. The life of Pablo is on track to become the first number one album of all time to be not to have basically zero sales what do you mean because if you remember correctly because there's no physical sales you don't have to have physical sales to chart anymore right streaming is counted so that is why this will be our first number one album with virtually zero sales (laughs) isn't that crazy we hit we hit the it's transcendence. Happened. It's happened. Yes. There's no need for you to make a CD of your album anymore. It's unnecessary to have a number one album. So Kanye West, yes, will go, will have his seventh consecutive number one album, debut album. But the number seventh won't have a physical album. Without, but this time without a physical sale. Okay. <laughs> congratulations Kanye on your digital milestone more like congratulations music business for having no idea what you're doing because <laughs> that doesn't make any sense I sold this many albums without selling any albums, albums. <laughs> I sold zero albums that's number one yep so that's fun so that's that's Kanye's world and that's it for music alright so video games video games probably not a whole lot no I have uh, four news two of them are kind of the same okay uh, the big news is Gears of War 4. Oh, right. October 11th, yep. 2016. Release date announced, October 11th. Release. Alex is asking, are we done with the thingy? Almost. In addition to that, um, there will be Ten the exclusive moments. beta coming up. Uh, for those of you who bought the Gears of War remastered, you'll get your code for Gears of War 4 beta. There you go. Coming out next week on the... Uh, 18th, two weeks. I was able to break this news to Chris this morning. I sent him a text as soon as I saw it, and he's like, what? What? You broke news to Chris? I broke news to Chris. I felt so good. Special Gears of War news? Wow. No, I thought of all people he would have known already. Well, that's an exclusive beta coming out on the 18th. 
Then there's the open beta the following week on the 25th, uh-huh. but the beta closes on the 1st. So if you like Gears of War 4 want to play that multiplayer, get on it. Just like the Uncharted. You didn't go back to it, did you? I have not. I'm going to keep bugging you. <laughs> We're watching too much television on our PlayStation. Now. I know. PlayStation's getting work, and it's not, all TV. Sorry, not on PlayStation now. PlayStation 2. Yep. PlayStation now is a completely different thing. Uh, other news that <laughs> happened. Um, yeah. Release date announced. Doom. All right. When's Doom coming out? Doom. May 13th. May 13th is Doom. Yep. There will be an open beta on the 15th through the 18th. Okay. Very limited little window. Uh, however, there will also be. They also announced DLC for this. Doom DLC. Yep, Doom DLC. D DLC. The first DLC <laughs> will be free to everybody. Okay. Then there will be three more DLCs which you have to pay for. Is one of these DLCs John Romero's head? I don't think so. Ah. It didn't say anything about that. That ain't Doom. Uh, the <laughs> DLC that I saw that was just really weak, like skin and character and uh-huh. map, like one of each. Uh, but uh, for the uh, three paid DLCs. You either get them single for fifteen dollars, or buy the season pass to get all three for forty dollars. Which you save like two bucks. Yeah, no, no, fifteen dollars is forty-five. You save five bucks. Yeah, you either save bucks on uh, all three or pass on Doom completely. PC gamers, that's all you. Now, last bit of news. Is one oh, real quick before you start, Alex has something she wants to add. Okay. Uh, about Weezer, uh, Weezer's White Album. This is Alex's opinion, uh, uh, verbatim. White Album is so old school. I love it. One sentence. I'm predicting maybe King of the World or California Kids as hits. Colon capital D. That's all. That's a smiley face. Yes. <laughs> Colin Capital D is a smiley face. I did it on purpose. Yes, you so said verbatim. <laughs> basically, pretty much what I said. Yeah. I is. even just sent her, I agree. <laughs> yeah. All right, sorry. Last. So basically, Weezer is going to be good. Last bit of um, video game news. Uh, both news comes from uh, Square Enix. One being uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, other being uh, Final Fantasy XV has a release date. Right. September 30th. Sure. End of that month. But Final Fantasy VII, as we mentioned before, will be streaming in episodes. Right. We'll download it in episodes. Yeah. Each episode will be huge. Yeah. I saw a quote. I don't know if this is where your news comes from, but I saw a quote where they're talking about how they're basically going to model it after how the thirteen, the Final Fantasy thirteen episodes were released. Yep. And so that would be great, except for isn't this thing not coming out for like two more years? Yes. So... We're talking two more years for the first installment of this thing, then another year for the second, and then another year for the third. I don't know if it's another so year. So we might wait until, what, 2020? 2021 to see how the rest of this pans out? Yeah. Which will be, let's do the math. Here's a fun little experiment. Okay. By 2021, how old will the original Final Fantasy VII be? 1997. 97. 3, 23. 24. <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. Okay, if you were born in 97 when it came out, you could have a kid and your kid could be playing Final Fantasy VII. That's insane. Like, oh, I played this when it came out when I was your age. 
yeah, but you didn't have these graphics. No, but it was better that way. We had characters and stories. But apparently uh, each episode will take place at a different viewpoint. Because, according to uh, Square Enix, the story's already been told. You can go online. It's been told. Final Fantasy VII is a told story complete. However, they want to expand on it and show, like they did with uh, the 13 episodes, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 13 episodes, the different viewpoints and different battle yeah. stuff that's going on. And that's, that goes into what they were saying before about how they're not going to just do the same game the same. They're going to try to play around with the format. Right, which why it looks kind of like Kingdom Hearts Light. And I'm okay with that. Also, uh, I saw some gameplay footage, I think it was through IGN, of Final Fantasy XV. Uh, they're doing a that uh, prequel, Silver. Awakening, whatever it is they announced. That we were, uh, mentioned last week. And even they mentioned that it, pl- it feels like a Kingdom Hearts game. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's good for you. It's good for me. I might... <laughs> Are you going to play that demo? I might play the demo. I actually don't know what that demo is still. Yeah. Apparently it's a dream sequence. Oh, right. Yeah, I, I, the one thing I do know about it is that it, it's like a side story that doesn't happen in the game. Right. It's so. your dream sequence that just gives you a feel for the mechanics and... Also, everybody's the puzzles. making jokes about the big creature on the front of that thing being the thing from The Last Guardian, which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> there was this one, one t- joke on Twitter where some guy was like, this just proves that all projects that are delayed uh, for PlayStation just eventually become The Last Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> The Last Guardian singularity. Yeah. All right. That it. Uh, last bit of news. It's just for me. It's just for you. It's just for me. Um, <laughs> if you live in Japan, this weekend, you can attend a concert uh, called Key of Light. Okay. Key of Life. My bad. Key of Life. Key of Life. It is. Songs in the Key of Life. It's just CV Wonder. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> Double Stevie Wonder joke. <laughs> Good job, us. Um, no, <laughs> Key of Life. It is a concert series. Well, they okay. were performed not only Final Fantasy orchestrated, but okay. also Kingdom Hearts orchestrated. <laughs> That's why wow. I say it's for me. Are you going to fly over there? No, uh, I'm already booking my trip in May. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yes. Okay. But that's happening. Um, I Hopefully they bring it to the States. If you li- it's, They do it in the exact same style as they did with the Zelda series. Nintendo did with the Zelda series and the Pokemon series, where it's a big concert and they play uh, the game, the game and the battles up on the big screen and do a full orchestrated versions of your favorite eight bit songs. Mm-hmm. I like the one that Pokemon one I went to. I think it's right. really great. If you have a chance to go to it, go. It should be fun. If you really enjoy that music, as I'm sure some people, a lot of people do in uh, Japan. Sure. Good job. I mean, hell, bring bring it around. Well, I'd like to go to that concert. And with that, we shall come to a That'll close. do it. So let's wrap up real quick. Uh, thanks for listening to the Media Boat Podcast. If you want to follow us uh, or subscribe to us on iTunes, please search us on iTunes. Give us a review. We'd love to hear some feedback. Just search Media Boat. We come up. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, if you want to find us on Facebook, like our page. Comment on our news stories. We um, do daily news stories. Uh, and that's at Media Boat Podcast. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, at Media Boat Cast. Uh, if you want to follow us individually on Twitter, I'm at Cracker Drill. Q-U-A-C-K-E-R-D-R-I-L-L. 
I am not too N A U G H T number two. Uh, for more stories uh, we like to post daily, including a top forty countdown of the top pump albums <laughs> that Rolling Stones put out today. Also, I if bet you Black Flag is on that list. It actually is. Yes. <laughs> also, if you want to know more about that Disney uh, shakeup that we briefly mentioned, uh, it's on our Facebook page. Shake These articles, direct, uh, actually, uh, Alex. Uh, mm, okay. Not not that was Alex, OG Alex. Sure. Uh, linked that, and okay. I was like, "Oh, that's really and interesting." You're like, I'm sharing this. Yes, I was like, "I'm sharing cool. this. This is great because I need an article for today." <laughs> Sorry, I just realized you referred to her as OG Alex. Don't we refer to her as OG Alex? I don't think she qualifies as the G. No. <laughs> Gangsta. Okay. All right. So that'll do it. Yep. Thanks for listening. Check us out next week uh, as we uh, make another nautical pun. Uh, I can't think of one that we haven't already done to death. All of our set sail stuff. Yeah, we've done set sail. We've done like anchors. And anchors stuff. away. There's gotta be. Sails. There's gotta be maybe something with tides or don't get scurvy. Listen to the media we podcast. To tide you over and go to our Facebook Had page. Had to tide you over. <laughs> go to our Facebook page to tide you over. It's as good. It's pretty good. We set sail on the media boat. Gone fishing. Gone fishing.